Misty, and I am a member of the Father's House Church in Alabama, and I'm joined today by Pastor Glenda Smith. Say hello, Glenda. Hello. (laughs) All right. Well, this is our first in our series where we ask questions that believers, today's believers, want to know. Amen? Um, So let's go ahead and start out. Before we even get into this thing by getting in prayer. Glenda, do you want to pray? Let's let you pray, Misty. See, I knew you was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity to reach anyone who is listening to yes. this message, Lord. We just give you praise, honor, and glory, and we hope that you would just open the ears of, of all who hear you right now and that we would be able to Use us, Lord, uh, to deliver your message and bring some peace for for your precious children. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. All right, well, our first topic today is going to be about how do I stop worrying about my circumstances? Now, this is a really deep subject right now, isn't it? Yes, it is. I mean, considering everything that's going on in the world, all the controversy, it's, I mean, in this country, we are, like I said, we're in the United States, in the state of Alabama. Um, people who are listening may be from all over the world, but we're all, no matter where we are right now, facing some hard decisions. Yeah, yes, some hard decisions. There were, we've got some really troubling times ahead. Well, I just want to say this. I believe this is the year of change. And there's going to be some good changes and some bad. But this is the year that change is really going to happen in people's lives. And if they allow God to do it, it's going to be for the good. All right? Amen. But if they decide to take control, it's not going to be. Well, the Father, just before we even get started on this, let me clarify, give a little bit of background information about myself and Glenda, otherwise known to me as Mom, because <laughs> uh, I doubt that I can continually remember to call her Glenda. <laughs> um, but we, uh, the Father's House operates in the five-fold ministry. And so what you will often hear from Pastor Glenda is a prophetic word, because she operates in the office of the prophet. I operate primarily in the office of the apostle. So that's mostly dealing with the church government, God's plan for the church, where the church needs to go to meet God and his will and intention during such a time as this. Amen? Amen. All right. So let's talk about circumstances because it doesn't matter who you are. You got circumstances. You got stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Things going on in your life. Maybe you got a husband that's driving you nuts. Amen to that to all my sisters out there. (laughs) (laughs) 
Or maybe you got a wife that's driving you nuts. Amen to the brothers. <laughs> maybe you got kids that are just <laughs> driving you up the wall. Maybe you got bills that you can't pay. Or maybe you're, like you said, you're, you're just concerned about what's going on in the world right now. So, Glenda, what do you think is the main reason why we worry about our circumstances? Because we're trying to handle them in our way and not in God's way. Amen. That's a powerful statement right there. You need to say that again. <laughs> we need to quit handling them ourselves and put them in the hand of the Lord and let him take over and lead us in the way we're to go. Amen. You know, it all comes down to that, to trust. Mm -hmm. Trust in the Lord or, or you're either going to choose to trust in the Lord or you're going to choose to fear and what the enemy is bringing to us. And I believe you told me, what about fear? How many times is it in the word of God? 365 times the Bible says, fear not. And I think of that as one for every day of the year. God is not a God of coincidence. He no. is, is always a God of intention. Yes. And so, you know, that's just something to remind us. We are not to fear as believers. <laughs> we are to be constantly casting down. Fear. Because, because if you're in fear, you're not in faith. Well, and it's the tool of the enemy. Yes. It is the tool of the enemy. So, I do have a scripture to bring to the table today. And, uh, you know, if you have a Bible and you want to join us, join me in reading this, or you can go online to, um, there's all kinds of Bible resources online that you can use. Um, Bible Gateway is a great one. Uh, Philippians 4, 6-7. I'm reading it in the New Living Translation. Um, and it starts out, it says, Don't worry about anything. <laughs> Instead, pray about everything. Yes, Lord. Tell God what you need. Thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. And his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. It's a powerful scripture. That's so true, Misty, because if you've got circumstances going on and you're trying to handle them yourself, you're not in peace. I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to be in peace. But if you let God handle them, his peace that surpasses all understanding guards your heart and mind, and you allow that peace because he is our peace to lead you in the right path, on the right path and the straight path that he has for you to go in making that decision, and you allow him to give you divine truth and perfect knowledge about that decision, you're going to have that peace. And that's when you know what Amen. to do. I know for me, when I'm struggling with something, I just have to get a hold of myself. Hmm. Get, realize that, you know, we got to get our minds off of ourselves. Yes. You know, it's not always about me, me, me. It's about doing the will and intention of God and getting out there and helping your brothers and sisters in Christ. But for me, uh, whenever I'm facing a situation like that, I immediately just turn to God and say, you know what, God, I'm releasing this to you. Amen. And when I say I'm releasing it to you, that doesn't mean that I'm going to, pay lip service and say I'm releasing it and then two minutes later it's still on my mind 
Because if it's still on your mind, you haven't released anything. You're still holding on to it. You know, you got to just let it go. Let God have it. That's not to say that we don't have to do anything and God does everything. But the Bible says that Jesus says to, to share our burden with him, that his burden is light. And when we let go of that burden that's often clouding our minds and our hearts, it opens us up to be able to hear from God. It actually controls you. Right, right. But, you know, it allows you, it kind of opens, helps open the channel. If you're having a hard time hearing from God, it's probably because you're just riddled with worry, doubt, and unbelief. And that's another thing. Until you get into peace, you cannot hear from God. Amen. If you're not hearing from God and you're, and you're not at peace, there's your answer. It's real simple. You know, someone I read somewhere one time that if it's strife and the lack of peace Ooh. is all a result of a, of a need that you have not surrendered to God. Yes. You're trying to fulfill fill your own need. We live in a world that tells us that nothing is free. There's never something for nothing. That we're always responsible for ourselves and, you know, you have what you earn. Uh, and... In this situation, you got to just do the opposite and release it to God. And that's another thing that you just mentioned, surrender to God. If you're in anxiety and worry all the time, and just a little thing gets you tripped up and off on another tangent, it's because you have not surrendered yet to the Lord. And he's not Lord of your life. The Bible says we get saved, but there's another part to getting saved. Mm -hmm. surrender and make him lord of your life i agree with that 100 percent. i mean how many christians are operating today and they went to the altar and they got saved and they love jesus but that's as far as it goes no he has no say so in their life there's no place no place for him. let me tell you something i'm going to make going to take us give you a statement that should change your life right now if you're not changing yes then you're not saved yes. <laughs> because and i hate to say it like that but you are constantly god is the gardener the ultimate gardener he's constantly pruning i like to think of it like an onion that he's just constantly peeling the lay, layer after layer yeah. after layer and if you're not changing and you're not adjusting you know i always say i'm not where i need to be but thank god i'm not where i used to be right you know and if you're not moving mm-hmm then you have growing. basically, you're not growing. Yes. You're not bearing fruit. Yes. Then you've got a problem. And here's another thing. You know, I'm asking the Lord to show me where I have wrong thinking. Holy Spirit, help me in this. Show me where I've got wrong thinking, wrong thoughts that are not the thoughts of my Lord's that are much higher than mine. I need to know the right thoughts, Holy Spirit. And I'm asking the Holy Spirit now, show me where my thoughts and thinking are wrong and put me with the right thoughts now and thinking in my mind. Then I will repent. I repent. And now the Lord can come in and change my heart. And you have to be vigilant about what you allow to fester in your mind. Yes. Because that is where strongholds well, are right. formed. You know, if you, it's, I, I don't know, me, me personally, I used to have, I'm sure everybody, everybody has 
situations where you have, you feel, uh, you know, you have issues, you have sore spots, and you've got an enemy that's constantly prodding you, saying you're <laughs> not good enough, you know? And for me, I finally got to the point where as soon as I felt that come into my, my mind, immediately I was just like, no, no, I refuse to accept that. I refuse to engage in that. Because the Bible says, you know, out of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Yes. If you're, if all that's in your heart is what the enemy is telling you and you're buying into a hook, line, and sinker, you have no peace. And all you're going to do is spew hate and, and uh, unbelief. Yes. And worry. Worry. Resentfulness. If you got jealousy. Bitterness. If you got, you know, trying to control other people. Yes. That's one thing That's right there. That's a biggie there. That's a biggie right there. If you're a, a man or a woman and you're trying to control your spouse, let me tell you that don't work. No. That's a that's a topic for a different Another day. day. But I'm telling you, you cannot control nobody. Right, I think we've, I mean, pretty much just to summarize, if you you're worried about your circumstances, it's because you don't trust God. Amen. You know, if you trust somebody's word, if because they have, you've got experience with them, and you know who they are, and you trust their word, you need to have that kind of experience with God. You need to have that kind of relationship with God. Yes. And if you don't trust God, it's a good chance you don't have a good relationship with God. That's it. That's it. Because anybody that has, that has a relationship with God knows that he is always faithful. And you know, Misty, I don't know that we got much time left. I, I really don't believe we do. He can come anytime now. Amen, sister. I'm praying for it. Lord, come come now. But I'm going to tell you out there, you better be getting prepared. And you better get ready for his return. Amen. Amen. This concludes this week's episode of I Want to Know. Next week, we'll be talking about dealing with control issues in other people as well as ourselves. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to leave them for us. We love to hear from you. If you would like to learn more about the Father's House Church, please visit our link below. And until next week, we hope that you are blessed and that you have a wonderful week. Thank you very much.